for having me this morning. Um, I'm going to pray before I start, and then I'm going to get started with that. With the word, Amos, ooh, chapter 4, um, I'm going to open with prayer first. Father, thank you, O oh God, for your word. I pray in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that in this hour, in this time, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, that we would hear your voice, O oh God. And things that we want to follow, O oh God, we thank you. And we praise you for your word, for your pure holiness that you have called forth in our lives. We pray, O oh God, that one would hear and respond, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you for it now. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, this morning, I'm going to be coming from Amos chapter number four. Um, and, ooh, all I have to say is, ooh, after reading Amos chapter four, it was, um, I was trembling and, um, and just thinking about God and how, um, how he just wants our attention. I want our attention. Um, and so my title, if I could title it, it it's kind of long, um, but my title is Time is Up for Ignoring God, for He Swears by His Holiness. So I'm going to say that again because it's kind of long and it's, it just, that's what hit me when I was reading it. Time is up for ignoring God, for He swears by His Holiness. Um, and so just a few verses, um, I'm going to read those, and then I'm going to jump into um, why that's the title and what God means by all of that. So in Amos chapter 4, it says, and in just, just a few verses, it says, um, in verse 2, it says, the Lord God has sworn by his holiness. Um, and then he begins to, Amos begins to speak what God is going to do. So that's the key verse that um, stood out to me. And then um, the other verses that just jumped out at me were when um, they were being reminded of what God had already done to try to get their attention. And um, so it says, but I gave you also cleanness of teeth in all your cities and lack of bread in all your places, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. Furthermore, I withheld the rain from you while there were still three months until harvest. Then I would send rain on one city, and on another city I would not send rain. One part would be rained on, while the part not rained on would dry up. So two or three cities would stagger to another city to drink water, but would not be satisfied. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I smote you with scorching wind and mildew, and the caterpillar was devouring your many gardens and vineyards fig trees and olive trees, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. 
I sent a plague among you after the manner of Egypt. I slew your young men by the sword along with your captured horses, and I made the stench of your camp rise up in your nostrils. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I overthrew you as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, and you were like a firebrand snatched from a blaze, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus I will do to you, O Israel, because I will do this, to you, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Amen, amen, and amen. So I just want to read those verses because um, you can hear the tone um, and the urgency of God's instructions, of God warning them, finally. And then when I went over into, um, not going to go into Amos 5, but I read over the first part of Amos 5. And he said, seek me and live. So once again, God was trying to get their attention. One, just one more time. Seek me and live. And so my title again is, Time is Up for ignoring God, for he swears by his holiness. So before I go any further, I want to break those two key scriptures down. Um, the first one is Amos 2, and where it says, um, God, let me go back to it. It says, the Lord God has sworn by his holiness. That's the first part of, of Amos uh, 4, chapter, uh, verse 2. For um, the Lord God has sworn by his holiness, and that's the New American Standard Version of the Bible. So as I was reading that, and God never lets me move past certain words. So as I, I read it, and I read it, and God said, okay, I want you to go, and I want you to, to really look at these different words. So the first word um, God had me to look at, it says God has sworn. The word sworn means solemn promise. He has taken an oath. He has taken a vow by his holiness. And so then I said, okay, thinking, okay, Lord, I, I kind of understand. I get it. I get what you're saying about holiness. And it's no, okay, I want you to go look at holiness as well. And so um, holiness and, and understanding God is like, he wants us to get this in our spirit. He has sworn, he's made a vow by his holiness. That's why time is up for the earth. Uh, when I was reading this, I was thinking about the United States. And I said, oh, my Lord, God, this sounds like our country. And it sounds a lot like our country. And um, because God is holy, the very essence of who he is is holy. And it says um, holiness is separated, sacred, and set apart, and pure. 
and the very moral fiber of who, what we have inside of us came from God. And so he's saying, I swear by who I am, which is holy. And the angels cried, holy, holy, holy. In the book of Isaiah, he said, I swear, I, like we're standing in court, what, he, what I saw a vision of is a person standing in court and they're giving, making a vow to tell the truth. They're standing and they lift their hand and said, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. God said, I need you to understand. Final warning, I need you to get this down. He was telling Israel, I need y'all to listen because I swear, I promise you, I solemnly promise, not just promise, I solemnly promise you, I have taken an oath within myself because of my very being of who I am that I am going to judge you if you don't turn to me. In verse five, in chapter five, he goes on to say, "Seek me and live." And so um, that 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 verse, that that whole verse right there, I said, "Oh my God!" And God. We have to understand, people have to understand in this nation, in this world, we are, it doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter what time it is. God is still holy. And the, 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 uh, the um, relation or the connection to Israel and the United States of America, just an example, is very scary. And so... Um, that's the first part. That's the first part I wanted to, to point out. So the holiness of God and him swearing by his holiness. Like people do in court, they swear on the Bible to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Well, that's what they, I don't know if they still do, but that's what they used to do. They swear. They stand and they give a solemn oath to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So they must do it. They must do it. They're supposed to do it. And because God is the very essence of holiness and righteousness and purity and truth, he will do it. Some people don't keep their oath, but God said, I will do it. When, I, when, we, when people take an oath of office and they are supposed to keep that oath, they swear by it, that they will walk in integrity. They will do what is um, expected of them. Let me say that again. They will do what's expected of them. And because God is a holy God, he will do what is expected of him because he's holy. He's the only true and living God. And so that those 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 connections I just I, I couldn't put it down. I I was I, I was shocked and then he began to show me begin to remind me that those of us, like, for example, as a teacher, I take an oath. I take an oath. There's a code of ethics, and I must follow through on what he, he, he um, gave me as an, as an educator. So those of us, we, we have to understand that scripture alone is powerful. The Lord God swore, has sworn on his holiness. He didn't swear on nothing else. He said, I sworn on my holy, by my holiness. So that's powerful enough. So he's, he's, the warning to Israel is very, very 
um, scary to say the least. Like I, somebody should have been trembling at Amos when he was speaking because if they really got it, if they really understood what God was saying to them, in our time, you know, we would say somebody would be running to the altar because he is a God of judgment. When I was raised up, I saw a lot of stuff. I saw a lot of religion, much like Israel was practicing, a lot of tainted religion, a lot of stuff was polluted. Um, it, it, it wasn't, I knew that if there's a holy God and there's a, a God that created all of us, it, it has to be greater. He has to be greater than what I'm seeing. And so when I was growing up, the one thing that we, we were taught was that God is the God of judgment. He will judge us. And in this hour in 2020, in February 2020, many churches are not teaching that. Many churches have turned to motivational speaking because of numbers, because of the ways of um, the world and the way the world thinks and what the world says things should be, and, and everything is mixing together. Um, I remember somebody saying to me, um, talking to me about stage or whatever it was, and I, and, and I was like, um, I'm going to meet you. That's just not of God. And so, but people believe anything now. They believe um, that anything can go yoga and all this other stuff can be a part of what God's word says. There's different things that I think about that people are practicing and they call it God. And God says it is polluted. He was saying to Israel, you have polluted my holy land, my land of promise. It wasn't there. It was what God promised to them, and he made them stewards over. And so he said, that's it. Time's up. You're going to either listen or you're getting ready to find out for real who I am. And not to mention before that, and he's he talking to them about um, bringing them out of Egypt, and we know that this is um, generations later where they have been instructed and they've been taught about um, what God had commanded. And thinking back on what he did for them in Egypt. So they saw his power. But most of them, it wasn't the same because that was um, back in the book of Exodus. And so, but they had been taught. They had been reminded. And so God was saying, it's time for you to understand for real who I am. And so that's the first part um, that really just, just stood out to me. And then the second part, um, that he continued to say over and over and over and over in the scripture. And I've learned that when you see it over and over, God is, that's the alert. That's the alert. That's the main um, topic or the main subject. He kept saying to them, you have not yet, I'm sorry, yet you have not returned to me. Yet you have not returned to me. And so I wrote it down. And then God said, now, I want you to look at the word yet. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm saying, God, yet is such a small word. It's a conjunction. What? I, I, I don't understand. But then I, I looked it up and I said, wow. Because yet means 
notwithstanding or despite or in spite of everything I have done, in spite of everything I think to warn you, you have not returned to me. And and that is a powerful statement. In spite of, despite all of what has been done, everything that you have um, experienced in the land, in spite of it all, you have still not returned to me. So I begin to think about, again, our nation, and sometimes um, we think about, you know, even just people that we may know or um, people we may know of. And God, is, God in, that, in that instance, God is saying, in our country alone, he's, there have been different signs. There have been different things that have taken place in our country alone. And and what he spoke back to me is yet in the United States, and despite of all of it, they yet return to me. Those people that have um, walked away from the living God, li- living how they want to live, doing what we, you know, because the 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 culture says it's okay, and God's saying no, because I swear by my holiness. And so I must do it in spite of the fact that I, yes, I love you with an everlasting love. But I swear by my holiness, because I'm holy and because I commanded you to be holy, I must do it. So time is up for not obeying the word of God. The culture says that the word of God is old school, that's for the that's that's back then and things that happened. Somebody just said the other day to my husband, What the times have changed and my husband said to them, But God has it. And so we need to understand that God's holiness hasn't changed. It is the very essence of his being. So what was happening that was polluted in Israel, there was religious systems. They had, it, it, was just, it, it wasn't what God had said. Um, they were suppressing the um, hopeless or the helpless, those who couldn't help themselves. Um, there was idol worship. There was so much going on. And a lot of times when we read the scripture, we're thinking, mm, that was them back then. No, it's the same thing right now in the United States. There are religious systems that are not Jesus Christ the son of the living God from scripture. There, there are religious systems that, are, that are, have been raised up that are not what God said in his word. The, the poor are um, suppressed. They, they, we, here in Atlanta, it, it bothers every time, every time I see it. There's a, a million dollar building, million dollar building surrounding a bridge or people are sleeping underneath it. So the, the poor, we, we, we're not looking out for them, and we're not giving. We're, we're uplifting ministers, and, and, and they, they, they have all this stuff, but we're forgetting about what God said in his word. And then there's idol worship, just like 
in Israel. The idols are people. Pe uh, people have made themselves their own idols, um, cars, jobs, whatever it is. That's the idol worship that we um, see right now. So um, those are the things that just um, the analogy of understanding or the connection between the United States and what um, is read in the book of Amos, chapter 4. And we just an overview, a review of what um, was taking place. Who was God talking to the sons of Israel? And it says, which God had brought out of Egypt? So God had delivered them and brought them to the land of promise. And they yet returned to him. They began to do it their way. What was happening, they had sinned against God. God um, said he would, he would punish um, them for their iniquities. And, and, and that's a whole other thing where um, the world, pretty much everybody has this notion, not everybody, but a lot of people have a notion that um, everybody's going to heaven. Every, every, God just accepts everything. And then the Bible says that God punished them for their iniquities. He was going to punish them for their iniquities. And it said that um, they were suppressing in the other scriptures um, prior to that, they were suppressing the prophets and, and all kind of things was happening there because they didn't want to hear. They wanted to live how they wanted to live. Um, there was violence. It said they hoarded up violence and devastation in their citadels. Um, and God said he would allow the enemy to pull their strength from them, to pull down their strength and their citadels would be looted because of the disobedience, because of the mockery they were made making of God's um, land. And then it goes on again to say the punishing Israel's transgressions and the altars of Bethel and, and the, the tainted or the polluted altars and all kind of stuff, um, again, that was they were doing there, and it says they, uh, they oppressed the poor and they crushed the needy. So despite of all what God had warned, with famine, with drought, with plagues, and war, and all kinds of stuff, they refused to listen. So a few scriptures, and then we're going to talk about why it's so, we see why it's so important to um, respect to fear, have a healthy fear of who God is because God has to respond. His mercy, he, he, he's merciful, and that's why we don't see things, I believe, like we did in the Old Testament, like in the book of Numbers where he opened the um, earth opened up and, and people were swallowed up. His mercy endures. But we have to know and understand that one of the attributes of God is that he is holy and he is the righteous judge. And he will judge by his righteousness, not by what we think his righteousness is, not by what we think should happen. He will judge by his righteousness. So if you would um, look at <clears throat> Ezekiel, sorry. I'm just going to read a few scriptures that talk about God's holiness. And understanding um, his holiness. 
So we go to, oh my goodness. If we go to Ezekiel, so I'll just read them and then um, give you the verse 37 and 7. Oh, no, that's the one. I'm sorry. Um, not Ezekiel. Um, I must have wrote down the wrong verse. I'm sorry. A back of one, 12 through 13. Let's go to that one. So in Habakkuk, Habakkuk 1, 12 through 13, it says, <clears throat> um, instead of prophets just uh, speaking to God, are you not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, my Holy One? We will not die. You, O Lord, have appointed them to judge, and you, O Rock, have established them to correct. Your eyes are too pure to approve evil, and you cannot look on wickedness with favor. I'm going to read that again. Are you not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, my Holy One? We will not die. You, O Lord, have appointed them to judge, and you, O Rock, have established them to correct. Your eyes are too pure to approve evil, and you cannot look on wickedness with favor. And so that's that's one scripture that talks about why God will do what he said he would do if we don't turn back. And in the the other um chapter of Amos, well he says, Seek me and live. If we don't seek God and live, then God must do what he says he would do because here Again, it says he is the Lord. First of all, Lord means the eternal self-existing one. My God means he is um, the ruler and the judge of the earth. And he's holy. That word again, my holy one. And just a couple other verses. Hebrews 12, 9 through 11. In Hebrews 12, 9 through 11, it says, All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Therefore, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble, and make straight paths for your feet, so that the limb which is lame may not be put out of joint but rather be healed. Um, I think I went past the verse. I'm sorry. Um, Therefore, 9 through 11, I'm reading up. Furthermore, we had early, I'm sorry, (laughs) 
Hebrews 12, 9 through 11, it says, Furthermore, we had earth, earthly fathers to discipline us, and we, we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplined us for our good, so that we may share in his holiness. So again, it says, furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of Spirit and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplined us for our good so that we may share in his holiness. So Hebrews is telling us or reminding us about the or connecting and showing us that as our earthly fathers, they discipline us and we have we have respect. But as Israel, when we go back to the book of Amos, they um, just continue doing what they wanted to do. And in, and in the book of Hebrews, they're saying, wouldn't we rather be subject to the father of spirits and live because God is greater than our fathers on earth. And so um, that uh, that's another scripture that just really speaks to us about his holiness and why he corrects us and why he desires that we walk in the way that he commanded because he's the creator of the very being of who we are. And so um, that, that's one, that's the second scripture. And then First uh, Peter 1, the last, this is the last scripture. First Peter chapter 1. 15 and 16, verse 15 and 16. And 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 says, But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in your behavior, because it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. So God's word is a final authority. And it's saying, be holy in all of our behavior. So that um, scripture reminds us of why he was doing what he was doing to Israel. I don't know about other people, but I can um, be honest. When I'm reading scripture, I'm like, Lord, especially the Old Testament, where I see where God, it it was just, people just died. Like, he just killed them where they stood. And I was like, oh, Lord, that was, that was, ooh. God, I would just sit and read the scripture and just say, oh, my Lord. But now understanding later, years later, when I was, when I was younger, we see it as um, harshness, now understanding who God is, understanding that he cannot stand for unrighteousness. He cannot stand for sin um, because it stinks in his nostrils. And so... Um, that's the, the gist of when um, he gave me the title, Time is Up. Time is up for ignoring him. Um, he swears by, for he swears by his holiness. So we understand and we have to do God's will. And God's will, one of the things that, that God gave me yesterday is um, to share to on my page was, God, my will is in my word. 
And so we have to uphold God's word. We have to uphold God in every area of his word, in his righteousness, his truth, his judgment. We won't, many times we hear God is merciful and he is. But one of the things my mother-in-law always reminded me of was that God is the God of judgment. And so God doesn't want to destroy us because the word says that he desires that none would perish, but that all would come to repentance. So that's his desire. But his essence is holiness. His essence is righteousness. His essence is truth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and they that dwell in it. So we are subject to the righteous, holy, mm, the holy one of Israel. And so God is saying to us today, Don't be like Israel. Seek me and live. The word says, if you seek me, you will find me. As you search for me with all of your heart, seek not your own wisdom, Mm. but seek the wisdom and the will of God. For your life. Hallelujah. God is saying time is up for ignoring me because I am righteous, because I am truth. There is truth comes from me. Truth begins and ends with me, and holiness does as well. So God is calling us to seek him and find him. He's calling us not to have a form. Not to have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. He he is calling us to come to holiness. Those that are listening all across the world, he's calling us to return, come, seek me, and find me. I didn't move, you did. We many, many times we say, where is God? God is saying, where are you, Adam? Where are you, horrible shepherd? He is asking us to surrender our hearts. One of the things that I have learned in, um, I want to say it's been probably almost a year of sinning in God's word. God wants us to sit in his word, to sit in his presence, to sit and listen to him so that we don't err against him as Israel did over and over. We know that once they, it it, it didn't start, it's a complete, it's continuing saga with Israel, but not just Israel with us in the United States of America and other countries. Because we, God just wants us to come. He said, you can't fix it. You can't fix you. You can't fix nobody else. I just need you to come, says the Lord of hosts. 
I just need you to come. He said, I'll do the rest. He needs Father, arrest Arrest us by your power. Hallelujah, God. Arrest us, O oh God, that we may know who you are. By the power of your Holy Spirit, O oh God, I pray, O oh God, that we would humble ourselves under your mighty hand, O oh God. That we will seek your face, O oh God. Not just what we think you can do for us, but we will seek. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to know that God has said, time's up. Seek me and live. Time's up. We as a nation and this nation of the United States of America, the word, when we stand and we say the pledge, we say one nation under God. But we are really lying because we stand and we hold our hand up and, 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 and it's one nation. It's a nation or many nations under many gods. And God said, Time's up. He said, There's only one, and that's me. He said, Surrender now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Surrender unto my mighty hand because I won't disappoint you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I won't disappoint you. Somebody needs to know that God will not, God will not disappoint you. He just wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. He will not disappoint you. In the name of Jesus. So I say in the final word, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. God is calling us back to holiness. Back to righteous living. Turn away, he says. Do not mingle with them. Do not mingle with them. For that is not my will. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Father, you have called us, oh God, with a righteous call. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. 
Let us not take it for granted, oh God, in the name of Jesus, in this nation, oh God. It doesn't matter if we're leaders or laymen, oh God. You said, come unto me. Come unto me. Hallelujah. So, Father, we pray that we would surrender now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Our nation, our nation leaders, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. That you were that our nation's leaders, oh God, would surrender, oh God, that they would bow their knees to the mighty one of Israel. Hallelujah. That our people, you said, if my people, hallelujah, who are called by my name, hallelujah, would humble themselves and pray, hallelujah, and seek my face, hallelujah, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear, hallelujah, and heal their land, God. Father, help us to seek your face, O oh God, that we would humble ourselves, we would turn, O oh God, and we will surrender unto you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. For you are great, O oh God. And greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Come on and worship. Hallelujah with God. Hallelujah. Worship the living one right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Right where you are right now in the name of Jesus. Worship, hallelujah. Kill the idols, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' holy name, God, for the worship. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Fill us up, O oh God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I'm done, Apostle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. God, we thank you for this vessel who was poured out, Lord God, mightily and boldly, O oh God, who was just stand flat footed in your truth. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, call people to repent, oh God, and, and, and turn from their wicked ways to turn their hearts back to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, who is crying loud, oh God, right now and sparing not. And we thank you, Lord God, because of her boldness, the boldness that you have placed on the inside of her, oh God, that, oh Lord God, that the ears to hear, oh God, the ears would hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying for, the, for her faithfulness. We thank you, oh Lord God, that you were pour upon her, oh God, the blessings and the favor of you, oh God. That, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that she dwell in the tents of your dwelling, and, Lord God, backlash and retaliation can not come near it, or anything that is attached to her, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus, as she is given unto your people, oh God. 
freely, Father God. We thank you for giving it back unto her a hundredfold. In the in the majestic name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, that our family is blessed, our home is blessed, our business is blessed, oh God, our ministry is blessed, oh God, um, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and that nations will be touched, and nations will be transformed, and nations will be built and healed and set free, oh God, as she continues to to send and lead, oh God, them to you, to them and to Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus. We thank you for the mighty work that's at hand in her life. Lord God, and we quote on Messiah. We thank you, Lord God, that, that the work of her hand is blessed and in every territory that you call her to walk upon and tread upon, that it is given unto her in the name of Jesus. We thank you that there is no lack of the quote on Messiah, that everything is provided, that it is quote on Messiah, that it be so, God. And we thank you, Lord God, for expeditionally as a growth oh god hallelujah um thank you jesus in the name of jesus as you expand the tent of her dwelling oh how we give you glory we give you praise and it is in the majestic name of jesus that we have prayed we thank you for the day in the name of jesus glory be unto god in this place my god um dynamic people of god god is just absolutely awesome, wonderful, a powerful woman of God has just come and just broke the bread for life with us. Amen. Um, amen. Such a powerful message delivered unto our hearts and our minds today, dynamic people of God. And so we want to open up the line for our iron sharpening iron moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Gonna open up the line for our iron sharpening iron moment. Dynamic people of God, the line is open. The line is open. Amen. Amen. And amen. To so God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It is for such a time as this, um, amen, that I mean, this word of of just power um, being released. It, it is a message, an on-time message, message that um, people need to hear and they need to hear um, right now so that their lives can be saved. Amen. They can turn back unto, unto the Lord. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 